Hallelujah. Amen. Can you read my book to me? Um, attempt great things. Hallelujah. Well, God is a gracious God. Somebody shout amen. amen. And today is Tuesday, and um, I'm, there's so much thunder and uh, lightning and all that. And I believe that none of, none of you is scared. Um, the cluster is going to be raining heavily. I know, Rosemary, you are scared of rain and thunder and all that. So please, may you be strengthened in the name of Jesus. <laughs> and for all of us who are listening all over the world, uh, Kathy Johnson is also afraid, you see. Kathy Johnson, um, Bishop Thor says that I should tell you, don't be afraid. I don't know what you have done to him that, that he always mentions your name. Please, you owe him, just pay the debt so that you can be free. But I bless God for the lives of every one of you. It's raining, it's a, it's a rainy evening, and it is cloudy, and the thunder is strong, and lightning, and all that. But we are still in church, and receiving the word of God. Somebody shout, Amen. And I believe that God is gracious, and God is taking us higher and further. You should have shouted your loudest, Amen. So, tonight, very briefly, I'm going to share with you the word of the King. Amen. And I believe that God is going to help us mightily. Amen. Well, we have been talking to you about... Um, uh, we have been preaching on, uh, from the book, Attempt Great Things for God. Hallelujah. Attempt Great Things for God. And, uh, you know, it's, it's one of the blessings of life is attempting to do something. You know, some people don't attempt to do anything at all. When you're attempting, you see, when you have a child, and your child is attempting to do something, I mean, you, maybe your baby is trying to walk, and he's attempting to, to, to walk, and it takes one or two steps. You're always glad when the child takes one or two steps, and you call, hey, come and see, Kweku is walking. Come and see, you're very excited. And in an attempt to walk, the child can slip and fall, you don't take a club and hit his head because he fell, but you rather pick him up and clean up the dirt and encourage him because he attempted. So it's always good to attempt great things. Somebody shout amen. It's very, very important. So we've talked a bit about so many things. And um, last week we talked about attempt to plant a big tree, a great tree. Amen. And uh, we looked at so many types of great trees that we can attempt to plant. So tonight, um, there's a scripture in Matthew chapter 16 and verse 18. Matthew chapter 16, verse number 18. Well, I can't see you, so I feel I, 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 you must make me feel that I'm preaching to you. So wherever you are, give me a wave. Give me a wave from your home, in your car, wherever you are, so that I can see that you are listening. Matthew, Pastor Matthew, I see you right there. And I see so many. Dennis, I see you right in the service. Loretta, little Pastor Loretta. And um, Nana Araba Bonzi. Oh, wow. Nice to hear from you. And now to see you right here and join the service. Lady Pastor Irene, wow, what a blessing. And all of you out there, it's a blessing to have you connected to us as we share the word of God with you. Attempt to fight for God. Hallelujah. Matthew 16 and verse number 18. Bible says, And I say also unto thee, thou, that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Amen. You're, you are Peter, and Jesus said that on this rock, I will build my church. Wow. And the gates of hell will never prevail against it. Dockers, shout amen. amen. Wonderful. So now, what is God making us to understand this Tuesday evening in Ghana? My friends in Australia, I'm, I'm sure also it's, it's daytime there. You know, I hope you are listening to us right there. But I'm saying to all of us here right now that as God is making us to understand that um, Jesus said, I will build my church. I tell you, Jesus is still building his church. And may you be a laborer in, 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 the, in the work that Jesus is doing. It's a blessing that uh, Jesus is a master mason, master architect. So as he's building, you are the laborer mixing the cement, passing the cement block and all that. And there's great reward in helping God to build his church. 
One day we're going to buy as a property as a church. We're interested in somebody who had a property and we wanted to buy it. So we want to see this man, and the price of this man's property was so high, maybe three times the price of all the properties in that area, that vicinity. So we wondered, how come your price is so high? How come your building, your, your building is much higher than all the buildings around? And the man says something that I have never forgotten. He said that this area is earthquake-prone area. In other words, when there's earthquake, there's going to be, it's possible that it's going to affect this area because that is what has been found out by the meteorologists and all that and so on. So we asked, so the man told us that when I got to know that an earthquake-prone area, I decided to fortify my building, use more concrete, more iron, thick iron rods instead of uh, one uh, three quarters you use one inch iron rods and all that and fortify the building so strong and so firm and the man said that the day and the in the event of an earthquake every building will collapse but this building will never collapse that is why the price is so high the reason for the price is because of the strength that was the that is in the building now when the man said that this scripture came to my mind that Jesus said that I'm going to build my church. Now, one version says that Jesus said, I'm going to build my church in such a way that the gates of hell will never prevail against it. Somebody shout amen. I'm going to build my church in such a way, the way I'm going to build it, hell, devils, demons, witches, witchcraft, principalities, government authority will never be able to prevail against the church of God. So, you see, all through history, we have seen people fight against the church. We have seen people stand up and resist the church and, and, and oppose the church and try to, this church, I'll finish it. But nobody can finish any church. Can I have your loudest amen? This is the church of the living God. Remember what Jesus told Paul on the way to Damascus. Paul has succeeded in making the people kill Stephen. He has succeeded in, in, in persecuting and, 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 uh, the church and all that. And that he was, he was going out to Damascus with a fury, I mean, fuming fire, wanting to go in and finish up the church. On the way to Damascus, the Bible says that a voice came from heaven and said, Saul, Saul, what are you trying to do? Persecuting me? Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting the church? And Saul said, who are you, Lord? If you don't know who he is, the fact that he's talking from heaven, he make you know that he's Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. Who are you, Lord? And he said, I am Jesus, the one you're persecuting. Now, anybody who thinks that he's attacking the church of God, is actually attacking the God, Jesus himself. Am I preaching to anybody here? Any attack, any arrow you throw against the church, you're actually throwing against, the, against Christ himself. That is what it means. That is why I pity people who attack pastors. I pity people who attack churches. This church, I will destroy it. You are, not, you are just an ordinary man. No man has been able to destroy Even Even princip- I mean, uh, we have had emperors and so on have never been able to destroy the church. Because it is the, it, it, the church is the body of Christ. Can I preach to anybody here? I see the church growing stronger and stronger and stronger. Lockdown can never, can never uh, finish the church of God. We are going to come out stronger than ever. Amen. I said stronger than ever. Amen. I said stronger than ever. Amen. Do you believe it? Yes. I said, do you believe it? Yes. I tell you, Jesus said, I am the one you are persecuting. And he told, told Paul and said that, Saul and said that it is difficult. You hate yourself. When you kick, you are kicking against the prick, you are hurting yourself. Any attack on the church is attack on yourself. I'm preaching. preaching You know, I remember when many years ago, when we were just, uh, when uh, we were much young um, children, boys, and we used to play football in our home. And I can remember how a man was coming to visit us in the house, visit my mother in the house. I mean, we're maybe in a. um, I was maybe in 10, 11 years. My brothers were 13, 14 years thereabout. And we played football all the time as boys. So this one was coming to visit my mother. It was a bit late, about 7 p.m. So as the man came into the uh, compound house, he saw a boy lying down. And the man moved to the back, pulled up his trousers. He was going to hit the ball against the wall just as for pleasure because a boy is lying down on the way and then you are just happy to try your, your luck. So the man went, pulled up his trousers, went back and came with full speed. 
and hit the ball. Can you believe the ball didn't move for even one quarter of an inch? Okay. The body didn't move. What a shock. But the man screamed. He screamed loud. And we all rushed out to see what has happened. Do you know what had happened? It was a short put. <laughs> it was a short put. You know what? She was made of pure iron. So in another man touched us a boss. So he went back, pulled his trousers, and hit it. Not knowing it was a short put. The met happened. You know, the way the man's when we went, in fact, all his, his, his limbs, I mean, his, 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 his toes were all broken. He had to be carried to the hospital. And the sin didn't move even an inch. So, you see, when you think you're attacking the church of God, the church will never move even an inch. You're going to hurt yourself. The man, I mean, he screamed like a dead man. I don't know where he is now, but all the toe, toes were broken. Because he went back with energy. Somebody is going back, coming with energy, thinking that I'm going to kick the church of God and destroy it. But you are kicking against the prick, I tell you. You are going to hurt yourself. The church is stronger than you think. The church is more powerful than you think. The anointing of God is keeping the church. Somebody shout amen. Jesus told Saul, you are, you, are, you are hurting yourself. You are hurting yourself. Before you realize, Saul was blind. Totally. So what am I saying to you? I'm saying to you tonight, to all of you, listen to me. That Jesus said, I will build my church. And God wants you to join in and to build his church. Now, there's something I'd like to really bring across your way. Because the other day, uh, a prophet was leading us in prayer. And he gave, uh, he said, he shared very important truths that I would like to bring to you about ministry and serving the Lord. Amen. There are four Part of ministry. Number one, how to enter ministry. Number two, how to stay in ministry. Number three, how to advance in ministry. And number four, how to finish your ministry. Somebody shout amen. Amen. So these are the four truths I'm bringing your way today. Turn your Bible to 2 Corinthians chapter 4. And verse number one. This is so important and I need you to listen. I pray that I'll be able to finish this tonight. But first Corinthians, Second Corinthians chapter four, verse number one. Bible says, Paul writing says that, Therefore, seeing we have this ministry, as we have received mercy, we faint not. Verse number two. Bible says, but we have renounced the hidden things of dishonesty and are walk and not walking in craftiness nor handling the word of God deceitfully but by manifestation read on let's go on but if a gospel if a gospel be hid it is hid to them that are lost now look at verse number one again Bible says verse number one very important says that therefore seeing we have received this ministry we have received this ministry listen god is going to put a ministry in your hands the ministry of the word the ministry of preaching the ministry of sharing the word of god the ministry of, of, of evangelizing you know god wants to give us a ministry can i have a loud amen and god wants you to respond to the ministry for the bible says that many are called Many of you hearing me in your car driving. I, I know that you know the call of God. I've missed so many people who say, the Bishop, I know I'm called and so on, but I want to do that, this and this and so on. When I finish this, when I finish, when I finish this. And they never get to fulfill that ministry. But tonight, I'm talking to you about how to enter, number one. How can I enter into ministry? First Timothy chapter 1 and verse number 12. I'm preaching. I'm preaching. First Timothy chapter 1 verse number 12 let's look at it very quickly but paul writes say to timothy and i thank christ jesus our lord who has enabled me for that he counted me faithful putting me into the ministry Hallelujah. amen i thank christ jesus our lord who had en- may God enable you tonight? Amen. I say, may God empower you tonight. Amen. And Bible says He counted me faithful. He counted me faithful, yes. putting me into the ministry. I want to say to everybody here that it is God who puts you into ministry. Amen. Amen. It's God who puts you into ministry. 
he looks at you he assesses you he looks at all your totality over you and said this guy i can trust him with my weight i can trust him with ministry I can with people paul says that god has put me into ministry now bless god for the trainings that we have and the, and the uh, people that we, we we help them you know that is what we have there and the castle bible seminar that if you believe that god has put you to ministry it's a place where you can be trained hallelujah i wish you shouted amen amen because it cannot just be believe god has put in ministry so from today I'm I'm a, I'm a i'm a i'm a pastor you have to be trained can I have a loud amen? amen. You had a dream, you slept and you had a dream that you're preaching in the marketplace. So from the, the following day, I'm a preacher. No, amen. you have to be trained. Somebody shout amen. amen. Just like a doctor, you had a, if you had a dream that you're a doctor, you don't get up and say from today, I'm, open a, I'm going to work in a clinic. I'm going to because I, I had a dream that I was a doctor. That's not how it works. I'm not talking to anybody here. Yeah. You're going to kill people. So you see, that is why you need to be trained. But first of all, it's God who puts you into ministry. Yeah, I thought you shout amen. amen. So this is number one. Enter, the, enter into ministry. And if God has put you into ministry, many things will try to obstruct you and prevent you from entering into ministry. Many, I, I, I discovered that I was called. I mean, I, knew, I didn't even know what the call of God was at that time. But from the age of, let's say, seven, I wanted to be a priest. <laughs> what, a what a shock. All my life, I've never wanted to be a, 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 I never wanted to be an engineer, a doctor, a lawyer, or an accountant. None of these things. None of them was attractive to me. When I was in class two, I used to sit and be a, a mass server in the Anglican church. And I used to hold the priest gown and a garment. And the beautiful thing is that when he turns and we, when he turns and we all turn like this, I said, oh, this one, I'll wear some one day by all means. You know, I had a certain desire inside of my heart to be a priest throughout class, th- I mean, c- class five, class six, all through, all through my life. And then I got born again at the age of um, 13, I believe. I gave my life to Christ. And then the desire to serve God even more was still inside, inside of me, very strong. Very strong. I was going. I began to go to the Methodist church, and I used to love hymns and and all that and so on. And the desire to serve God deeper was so strong. I did not understand what the call is. Is somebody hearing me? There's a certain desire in your heart to serve God. It is a sign of the call of God. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, God has a better and a bigger plan for you. Don't waste your time and your energy serving and entering enter into politics and some of these things. Enter into ministry and serve God. Somebody shout amen. Amen. I'm preaching. Preach. I said I'm preaching. Preach. I mean the desire was strong as I entered, as I moved on and all that and so on. I remember when I was going, I, I was doing my A-levels to go to university. I prayed a prayer in my ignorance. I was born again, spirit-filled, I was very ignorant. I prayed and said, Lord, if it is your will that I become a priest, then let me fail my exam. Then I'll go to Trinity College. And then I'll become a priest because you made me fail. So I know that I'm called. <laughs> because I thought that only failures, when life disappoints you, then you can go and serve God. That was my understanding. And God was so merciful that I passed my exam. <laughs> and so I passed. And, but still, it was, the desire was very strong. Very, very strong. I used to go from school to school preaching and all that. And I blessed God for meeting, making me meet Bishop Doug at a particular time in my life. I prophet, I met him when in 1982. When we met and I could feel a certain strength. And my connection with him opened the door of ministry for me. May you meet the right person who will help you to enter the ministry amen. that God has called you amen. into. I wish you shouted amen. Amen. Are you still there? Yes. You've got to force your way into ministry. Push your way into ministry. There are going to be obstacles. There are going to be hindrances. That will stop you. I remember when I finished law school, somebody came to me and I know at that time we had decided to enter into full-time ministry and all that. And somebody came and took me in his car, took me around. At that time, there was a very uh, prosperous building company, a road construction company in Accra, in Ghana. And this man was working there and he said they wanted someone to work as a, a lawyer for the company. So he took me in his car and took me to some place in Accra where they build nice uh, uh, buildings. So listen, if you come and work for us within two years, we're going to build a house for you and all that and so on. It looked attractive that, oh, this is a door that has opened. 
Uh, that is when just at that time that we have decided to enter into full-time ministry. Sure. And this thing came like a temptation, but I was not moved. I was not interested. You know, one thing that, discouraged, that, that disqualified them, not me, disqualified them from getting me, not disqualified me from, from, the, from being appointed. But when the man was talking to me, he said, oh, you see, our work is here and there. Sometimes, some Sundays, you may have to go to work. As I said, you, you lost it. You lost it. I cannot sacrifice my God for, not for anything at all. No way, no way, no way. I rejected the job and it came back. But you see, in your life, many things will like to prevent you. Yes. Remember that somebody was following Jesus. The man said that, Jesus said, come and follow me. The man said, let me go and bury my father first. Sometimes family responsibility can even prevent you from entering to ministry. I'm not talking to anybody here. Sometimes you want to enter. You see, that is why Jesus gave a parable of the man who went and sold. Some seeds fell on the, on, on, on the roadside and then just, they were picked up by the beds. Some fell among thorns. It started growing and they were stopped by, they choked by the thorns. Some fell on rocky grounds. They didn't have any death. But some, Bible says that, but some fell on good ground. May your heart be a good ground that the word of God will fall upon. Amen. Shout amen. amen. You want to enter ministry, but sometimes birds will come and pick the call. You have a strong desire to obey God, to serve God, to, to do something, become a missionary, to be a pastor, to serve. But other things will come. If you don't take care, the cares of this world, the deceitfulness of riches, they will choke the call of God. Many people see us priests. Oh, I really wanted to be a priest. Oh, I really, some of us, our parents even said that. I really wanted to be a pastor. Now, I'm happy that my son is a pastor. It's like your son is doing your work vicariously for you. It's like what you couldn't accomplish, your son is doing it for you. But you could have obeyed God. May you enter into ministry. I said, may you enter into the call of God. You can enter. You can enter. Yes. Narrow is the way. Straight is the gates. But many people can still enter. May you enter that place of, of God's calling for your life. Amen. I thought you would shout amen. amen. Are you still here? Yes. Now, number two, stay in ministry. After you enter, you must stay in it. First Corinthians chapter 15, chapter 16, verse 15. Let's look at how you can stay in ministry. First Corinthians chapter 16 and verse number 15. Put it up quickly and then we can read it. And then we look at Colossians chapter 4, verse 7. Now, 1 Corinthians 16, 15. Paul writes, he said, I beseech you, brethren, ye know the house of Stephanas, that it is the first fruits of Achaia or Asia, and that they have addicted themselves to the ministry of the saints. They have addicted themselves. They have grown a certain addiction for the work of God. May you have an addiction for the ministry of Christ. Amen. Addiction can be a negative word. Some are addicted to alcohol, addicted to marijuana, addicted to all sorts of things. But these guys, the house of Tiphanas, they were addicted to the ministry. Amen. May you be addicted to the ministry. Amen. May you love the work and the ministry of the Lord Jesus Amen. Christ. Am I preaching to anybody here? Yes. Maybe you have a certain addiction that when it comes to ministry, you are there. Now, how is he? As I was, when I was growing up, my desire was always to be in ministry, to do something in the house of God. Uh, from the age of 16, 17, I used to go to church and we used to go and clean the church in the morning. Early morning, 4.30, 5 a.m. My friend, um, um, my, it, was, it was much older than me, uh, Papi Ham from Winneba. At Winneba Methodist Church, Business Methodist Church, this man would come and call me every Sunday, 4.30 a.m. We we'll go to the church. We we'll mop up. We we'll mop the church, and we will be cleaning the church and and uh, take pills and all that. Sometimes I go to, to hide in the pulpit as I'm cleaning the pulpit and I'm praying. Lord, I pray. Oh, one day may you use us to do your work. May you use us to do your work. Amen. Hallelujah. And now, when I didn't know, I didn't even understand the prayer I was praying. But you see, from I had a certain addiction to stay with God. Addiction to go to church. Addiction to do something for God. That addiction is what opened the door for ministry. And I stayed in ministry. You can stay in ministry. I said you can stay in ministry. There's a scripture in Colossians chapter 4. And verse number 17. I'm preaching very fast. But I need for you to listen to this. Write these scriptures down. Very important. Very important. Now listen to what Paul said. To uh, this young man. He says, I say to Archippus, take heed to the ministry 
which thou hast received in the Lord, that thou fulfill it. Hallelujah. Amen. Take heed. Now, you see, Paul was writing to this church and he was saying a lot of things to all the people and all that. And we tell that, tell the young man Archippus, tell him. Maybe Archippus was called and was, has entered in means was working in the church and serving God and, and doing things. But other things were taking his attention. And Paul said, tell the young man Archippus, take heed to the ministry. Pay attention to the ministry. I'm speaking to somebody hearing me right now. Pay attention to the ministry that God has called you in. Don't be detracted. Don't be distracted. Don't let anything take your attention and your time. Pay heed to the ministry that the Lord has called you in. I'm preaching. I said I'm preaching. Many people they don't stay in ministry. I read in America the, the mortality rate of pastors. People went in, many of them stop, they fall away by the wayside, they become, they begin to sell as they can, they become businessmen and they do other things and so on. So there are many archipuses hearing me. You are hearing me out they used to love God and love to serve God. But you can see that your love for God is waning. Your desire to do the work of God is dying. Today, I'm telling you, pay heed to the ministry that the Lord has called you into. Shout amen. Give attention to the ministry. Give time to the ministry. Don't let the pressures of life, don't let the things that are happening all around you eat you up and take your interest for the ministry. You can stay in ministry. I pray for you tonight. I pray for you tonight. May you stay in ministry. I said, may you stay in ministry. Shout amen. Amen. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Yes. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Yes. I'm preaching to everyone who is hearing me. You see, you can start and you may never finish properly. You may start in ministry, but staying staying is different from starting. Mm. You can start off in enter ministry, but you may not stay in ministry. Sometimes the disappointment and the challenges of ministry, the difficulties, the issues that come up, all the 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 the, the, the issues that come up in life and ministry, they can take your attention from ministry. You can get discouraged. Many persons die of heart-related problems. Discouragement and depression and all that. The devil likes to depress you. That is why uh, in, the book of, in the book of Daniel, Daniel wrote and said that, you know, the, the king of uh, Persia, the, the, the intention is to frustrate the saints. Frustrate to get you worn out. Wear out the same. The devil wants to wear you out. Wear out your energy, your desire, your love for God. Wants you to be worn out. But all the things that come your way. But today, may you be refreshed in Jesus' name. Receive freshness in Jesus' name. May God give you strength and power. May God give you grace to carry on. May you run faster than you've ever run. May you stay on track. May nothing make you detract and leave the tracks where you are, where you are running on. May you stay in ministry. Amen. Lift your hand and say, I will stay in ministry. I will stay in ministry. May you die as a pastor. Amen. May you die as a minister of the Amen. gospel. May you die as a preacher. Yes. May nothing take you away from the ministry Amen. that the Lord has called you into. Hallelujah. Say to Archippus, tell him. Please, if you can find him, tell him. Say to Archippus. Paul wrote a letter to the Colossal Church and said, there's a young man called Archippus. When I came, he was with me. He was preaching, going around with me, preaching love, but now he doesn't come to church as he used to come. He doesn't seem to love God as he used to love. Tell Archippus that if you pay him to the ministry that the Lord has called him into, to fulfill it. May you fulfill your ministry. I said, may you fulfill your ministry. May you have an addiction for ministry. Stay with God. Stay with the work of God. Stay with serving God. You'll never regret. Shout your loudest amen again. Number three. Number three. So you enter into ministry. Number two. You stay in ministry. Number three. You must advance in ministry. Hmm. Amen. You must do what? Advance. Advance in ministry. Hmm. Amen. Very important. Very important. You know, turn your Bible to First Samuel chapter twelve, verse six. First Samuel chapter twelve, verse number six. Bible says, "Then Samuel said unto the people, It is the Lord that advanced Moses and Aaron.'" Mm. And that brought your fathers up out of the land of Egypt. It is the Lord that advanced Moses and Aaron. May the Lord advance you. 
Amen. I said, may the Lord advance you. Amen. May the Lord advance you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You see, it is the who had pushed them. Advance means to go further and forward. I see you going further and forward. Amen. You're not plateau in ministry. Amen. One of the things I've seen in life is in, in ministry that people get discouraged. Mm. And they stay at one place and they, uh, one day a pastor came to see me whilst I was walking from my office to the church and then he came in to the building and he came and said, um, he wanted Sunday, early Sunday morning, very early, about 6 a.m. Because I tried to come to church very early. Now, when I, uh, the, the, this was wearing blue suits and he came in he said, eh, Bishop Saki. I said, yes, what can I do for you? Then he just fell at my feet and began to cry. I said, why are you crying? What's happening? Then he began to tell me how his life is so discouraged. How his ministry is collapsed. His wife has left him. And his church must have left everything. He said, my church was working. I don't know what happened. But for many years, my church had plateaued. Before I realized everything was crumbling in my hands. And everything that I've, I've cherished seemed to be, I mean, sipping out of my hands. And my energy, my strength, my love, my desire, my ministry is dying. And they told me I'm trying to commit suicide. Because I can't see the way forward. You know, God wants you to advance in ministry. Hallelujah. God wants you to make progress in ministry. Amen. I see you making progress in Jesus' name. Amen. Can I have a loud amen? amen. Look at um, uh, Acts chapter 6 from verse 1. Acts chapter 6 verse 1. Let's look at very important passage of scripture right there um, as we carry on. In the, and in those days, when the number of the disciples was multiplied, there arose murmuring of the Christians against the Hebrews because the widows were neglected in the daily ministration. In other words, where they were sharing food during the COVID-19 and some of them, they're giving to, they're giving to MPP and they're not giving to NDC. You see what I'm saying? Or the church was sharing some food and they left some people out and somebody got, some people got offended and said, ah, I'm going to the church again. They gave them and they didn't give me. Bible said they began to, she remembering and this, they've been in the church all through up until now. So don't be surprised when the church members member. Bible says that they remembered against the Hebrew because the widows were neglected in the daily ministration. Verse 2. Then the twelve called the multitude of the disciples unto them and said, It is not reason that we should leave the word of God and serve tables. Did you hear that? It is not proper for us to stop preaching and become an NGO. And that's what many churches can become. You see, instead of us going on doing the work, we become NGOs and with the churches now, it's not nothing wrong in building schools and building public latrines and all that, but our core work is to preach the gospel. Preaching good. Somebody shout amen. Amen. I bless God for our church. We were involved in all these things, but our mandate, our primary goal is to preach the gospel, talk to people about Christ, Hallelujah. save souls, and build the church of God. Hallelujah. And the disciples said that 12 who were with Jesus said, listen, who are with this man? Jesus didn't come to die for us so that we can be popular trains. That's why he came to die for us. He came to die so that we can, men can be saved. And he gave us the, the duty and authority to go and preach the gospel. Hallelujah. So they, the 12 said that, look, we are with the, with the man. We are with him all through. And it is not right for us to stop preaching. And then we serve tables. Verse 2. Verse 2. Verse 3 now. Go to verse 3. Acts chapter 6 verse 3. Now the Bible says, let's go quickly. Wherefore, brethren, look ye among you and, and choose seven men of honest support for the Holy Spirit and wisdom that we may appoint over this business. Let others take care of these things. Hallelujah. But look at verse 4. That's the, the verse you're looking for. Verse 4. But we will give ourselves continually mm. to prayer and the ministry of the word. Somebody shout amen. amen. You see, that's to advance in ministry. You must give yourself always, continually, to prayer and the ministry of the word. I see you advancing in ministry. Amen. I see you making progress in ministry. Amen. I see you going higher in ministry. Amen. Because you are giving yourself to prayer. Hallelujah. Waking up, join full prayer meetings. You pray five or six or eight hours praying, giving yourself control to prayer and the ministry of the word. Hallelujah. 
That is our call. Yes. And we shall preach till we die. Amen. I said we shall preach till we die. Amen. We are not tired at all. Yes. We are not tired at all. Yes. Our energy is fresh. Yes. Our zeal is on fire. Yes. We are going to preach and give ourselves to prayer continually. That is what, that's, what David, uh, that's what Peter was telling them. We'll give ourselves continually. May the Lord advance you. Amen. I see your ministry advancing. Amen. I see your church advancing. Amen. I see the grace of God in your life multiplying. Yes. You will not stay at the same place. Amen. Say, I will not stay at the same place. Same your place. center will multiply. Amen. Your branch will multiply. Amen. Your mean, your church will multiply. Amen. May you see increase and multiplication yes. that ever before in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. We will give ourselves continually. Mm. Continually. Yes. Continually. Yes. Continually. Yes. Continually. Yes. Continually. Yes. To prayer. Mm. And the ministry of the way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, there's a young man in 2 Timothy chapter four and read verse 11 Second chapter four paul was writing to a young man now that's a very um unfortunate situation this young man in in second corinthians chapter four and verse number 11 quickly quickly second corinthians second um timothy 4 11 i found it all right now he says that paul writing said that only okay let's start from nine so that we can understand the thing properly second Whatever, um, Second Timothy chapter 4. Do thy diligence to come shortly unto me. Verse 10. For Demas had forsaken me, having loved this present world, and I departed unto Thessalonica, Christians, uh, Christians to Galatia, Titus to Dalmatia. This verse. Only look is with me. Take Mark and bring him with thee, for he is profitable to me for the ministry. Can I have a loud amen? amen. Now you see, Paul was writing concerning this young man um, called Demas. He says, Demas, let's look at that verse again. He said, Demas has forsaken me. You know, Paul had people around him who were working with him. But not all of them stayed with Paul. Some of them forsook him. And one of them is Demas. Demas. He said, Demas had forsaken me. When we read uh, Colossians, Demas thing is mentioned. Of the people that Paul, brought, Paul said, they bring greetings. Demas also bring greetings and all that. So Demas was a co-worker with Paul. But I don't know what happened to Demas. When the word became attractive to him. When the challenge of ministry were too much for this young man, the Bible said, Paul said that, for Demas has forsaken me. May you never forsake God and forsake the ministry. Amen. He has forsaken me, having loved this present world. Mm. And has departed. Where are you going, my friend? Staying is better than living. Amen. I said, staying is better than living. Hallelujah. May you not be a Demas Amen. who walk away from the house, walk away from the place, or walk away from the place of your calling. Yes. Demas had forsaken me, having loved this present world. Some of you hearing me, you should have been a pastor preaching. But you see, you got a good job in the bank. Well, there's nothing wrong with it. But working in the bank should not prevent you from preaching the gospel. Hallelujah. Working in a good, in a good place must not prevent you. But the good job you have had replaced God in your life. I'm preaching. Preach. I said I'm preaching. Preach. That good job. Bless God in our church. We have so many people who have good jobs but giving themselves to God and to the ministry of the word. Amen. The good job and the money has not, not preventing them. I'm telling you if you can hear me. Don't forsake the work of the ministry. Amen. Don't forsake the people that God has called you to. Yes. The demon has forsaken me. Having loved this present world. I pray for you yes. that you never forsake your, your calling. Never forsake the people that God has called you to be with. Amen. Shout amen. amen. But it goes from verse 11. That is what Paul said. That's what I want you to know. The last verse, the last sentence there. He said, bring, take, bring Mark with you. Come along and let Mark come along to me. But I say, for he is profitable to me. Hallelujah. Profitable to me Hallelujah. in the ministry. When Paul wrote this letter, he was in prison. When he wrote to Timothy. And he said, when you are coming, come along with somebody who can comfort and strengthen me in prison. May God give you profitable people in your life and ministry. He said, let Mark come. For he's profitable to me. He's profitable to me. The people you have will influence you either to serve God better or to fall away. 
may you have profitable people around you Amen. may people around you be good people who can bring who can who can make your life profitable yes. Shout amen. Amen. That was Paul writing. Listen, may you never be a Demas. I rebuke every spirit of Demas. May you be like Mark, who became profitable. Initially, Mark was also afraid. He left Paul in the middle of the ministry. And it's a young man who was getting married, and then Paul was going to prison and was being beaten. Mark said, Listen, there's no what I thought ministry was. Let me go and marry and have some. uh, I'm so tired. And he left. And Paul said, I don't want him. But you see, he wanted something small to chop. You see what I'm saying? But then Paul said, okay, let him stay. But later on, bless God that Bible said that Barnabas picked Saul, picked, uh, picked Mark, and trained him, and made Mark useful. And so at a point, Paul said, this guy is very useful to me. Hallelujah. Bring him to me. May he be useful in your church. Amen. Useful to your pastor. Amen. Useful to the ministry where God has blessed you. May he be valuable in the ministry where God has blessed you. Hallelujah. May you advance a ministry. Amen. And lastly, finish the ministry. Oh. I said finish the ministry. Yeah. Acts chapter 20. Verse 20 all the way to 24. Quickly. Acts chapter 20. Who? Thank you, Jesus. Okay. Have you found it? Paul writes, he said, And how I cared back nothing that it was profitable unto you, but have showed you and have taught you publicly and from house to house, let's go on, testifying both to the Jews and also to the Greeks, repentance toward God and faith toward our Lord Jesus Christ. And now behold, look at this one. And now behold, I go bound in the spirit unto Jerusalem, not knowing the things that shall befall me. Let's go, let's go. Save that the Holy Ghost witnesseth in every city, saying that bonds and affliction abide me. Verse 24. But none of these things move me. Come on, shout amen. amen. But none of these things move me. Neither count my life, count I my life dear unto myself, so that I might finish my course with joy and the ministry. Can I have an amen? Look at verse 24 again. Verse 24 again. It says, but none of these things move me. Now Paul was saying that every city I've been to, the prophecy that I receive is that bond and affliction await me. So if the prophet you receive is that I see you driving a new car. Only nice and nice prophecies. But in those days, the prophet used to prophesy truth. <laughs> what a shock. I mean, can you imagine Paul is saying that oh, every city I've been to, there have been prophetic words. And the prophetic word is not that God is going to give you a nice wife. Paul, receive it now in the name of Jesus. I see you with a, with a visa. Receive it now. That was not what Paul, the type of prophecy that Paul was receiving. But everywhere, one day he went somewhere and they took his belt and they tied their hand. The, the person tied his hand to the belt. He said, this is what will happen to the owner of this belt. They are going to tie him and beat him. And Paul said that everywhere I go, there have been stories and prophetic words of, 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 of affliction and bonds. But he said, but none of these things move me. Hallelujah. May nothing move you from ministry. May the challenge of ministry not move you from ministry. But none of these things move me. Neither count I my life dear unto myself. You see, if you value your life, you lose it. Paul said, don't count my life dear to me so that I might finish my course with joy. May you finish your course with joy. May you finish your ministry with joy. May you fight the good fight. May you be able to say, I fought the good, I run, I finished my course. I see you finishing your course. You finish your ministry. You not become a a entity. You not become a a, a nine day wonder. I pray for you tonight that the grace of God will come upon you. You must be able to say with Paul, that none of these things move me. I'm not moved at all. Money or poverty does not move me. None of these things move me. There's a hymn writer, a hymn that wrote, that the hymn writer wrote and said that, Go labor on, spend and be spent. Hallelujah. Thy joy to do thy master's will. It is the way the master went. Should I not follow, should I not follow still? And one of the verses says that, Go labor on, it is not for another. Earthly loss is heavenly gain. Wow. Men hear thee, love thee, praise thee not. The master praises what are men. Now this one, I love it very much. It says that, go labor on. 
while it is today the world dark night is hastening on speed speed that work cast lot away it is not just the source are one i pray the last, is that the last stanza look at it there beautiful beautiful go baron spend and be spent thy joy to do thy father's will it is the way they must have went should not the seven thread is still can you imagine because the support is pulling my song but i'm saying that the way the master went the way he must go go labor on taste not for not thy echelos is hey, you guys set up you are spoiling the song the ugly loss is heavily gained. Men hear thee, love thee, praise thee not. The master praises what are men. May nothing discourage you from ministry. May nothing knock you out of ministry. Paul said, I'm ready to go to Jerusalem. I know both and affliction await me, but I'm still going to go in. I'm still going to go until I finish my course. You'll finish your course with joy. The day you are dying, you'll say with Paul, I've fought the good fight. I've run the race. I've finished my course. You'll finish your course. It's not a competition, but you are running the rate that God has said before you. Run and finish by the grace of God. Next year, by this time, you should be preaching. Two years, you should be five years to come. You should be preaching. Nothing will stop you. I see great preachers rising up. I see great pastors rising up. I see great men of God rising up. The will of God rising up. Nothing will stop you from ministry. You preach to your family. Amen. You preach to your classmates. Amen. You preach to your colleagues. Amen. You preach to your parents. Amen. You preach to your children. Amen. May you preach and preach until your dying day. Yes. What a word. Preaching good. What a word. What a Are you still here? Yes. May you enter into ministry. Amen. May you stay in ministry. Amen. May you advance in ministry. Amen. And may you finish the ministry. Amen. I see the grace of God being multiplied in your life. I see the hand of God blessing you. I don't know where I come to find you. If you are discouraged tonight, I came to tell you, the strength of God is coming your way. May the Holy Ghost fill you now. May God energize you. May you dance better than you ever danced. May you jump higher than you ever jumped. May you shout better than you've ever shouted. May you sing better than you've ever sung. Because we are entering ministry. We are staying in ministry. We are advancing in ministry. I see your church multiplying. Amen. That micro church has become a mega church. If only you can stay in ministry. Yes. It takes time. Yes. I said it takes time. Yes. But if you can stay, you see the blessing of God. Shout your loudest amen. amen. Are you blessed tonight? Yes. I said, are you blessed tonight? Yes. I feel that tonight I came to talk to a somebody specifically. Somebody who is driving, hearing me, wishing that you had obeyed God. It's not too late. You can respond to the call of God. Amen. You can say, Lord, I'm going to commit my life to you yes. and to the ministry. Somebody's hearing me. You're crying in your bedroom. Say, Lord, what happened to me? My ministry, the ministry is not dead. God has life for you. May God bring life into your life Amen. and make you start afresh. See grace in your life. Yes. You'll enter ministry. You'll enter ministry. You'll stay in ministry. Yes, You'll advance in ministry. Amen. I say you advance in ministry. Amen. And then you finish the ministry amen. that God has given you. Yes. Shout amen. amen. Stand your feet. Let us pray. Just for one minute, pray in tongues. Pray in tongues. Malindo Roboka Fandi Kibaha Rabba Baba Kandiri Bahato Zimbrondo Vlakim Brandi Kataya Rabato Rindi Bahata Kandiri Boshi Zimbrondo Fandiri Baha Rakatandi Boshi Zindiri Bakota Ribashi Kimbrandi Oh Jesus Oh Jesus Thank you Thank you Thank you Ah Karababa Rabalabond Reba Kilababando Rabosh Kibrada Babandi Reki Bakota Kazi Ziba Baba Oh, pray, 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 pray. Ask God for grace, ask God for strength, ask God for power. Oh, you will not tire, you will not give up, you will not retire, you will not resign, you will stay on course, you will stay on course, you will finish, you will finish, you will finish. Pray tonight, pray tonight. Lord, give me the grace of the finisher, the grace of the finisher. I want to enter.
Say, I like to advance and I like to finish. Pray tonight. Karaba Kasata. Mandorobosh. Kibrahatosi. Mazumbladi Katandiri Bahata. Brokandiri Bo. Saniba. Brondi Katandiri Baha. Ayakaba. Tokabasi. Zumbroka Sandikata. Shiba Baba Baba. Raba Baba Baba. Marondi Karabi Bohondeki. Malito Rondi Kabandi. Shkibahata. Limosi. Mazina Kinda Kaba. 30 seconds. Pray. Pray, pray for the grace. Maybe you have not entered yet. You have not entered yet. You have not entered yet. Today, look at Lord. I'm, I'm entering. I'm entering. My family cannot stop me. My friends cannot stop me. They cannot stop me. I'm entering the ministry. Finances cannot stop me. My Lord, enter, enter, enter. Pray now. Pray now. My Lord, Oh Jesus. Pray for advancement. Pray for advancement. Lord, I want to advance. I want to let go for it. I don't want to stay at one place. I don't want to stay at one place. I want to make progress. I want to move on. I want to make pro I want to go for it. Ah, my prayer life. My prayer life. My work with you. I want to go deeper. Draw me 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 deeper. Rakabatoshiki. Rambanuriandi Bahata. Masumbla kifande bahata Rakababande rabi katayam Ten more seconds pray Lord I want to finish I want to finish I want to finish On my dying day I want to still be a minister On the day that I will die I want to be known as an evangelist As a pastor As a prophet As an apostle Oh pray tonight Pray tonight Rakabahati Shibababanda Rabakatayam Thank you Jesus Thank you Jesus Thank you Lord Thank you for your Thank you, Lord. May you anoint every one of us yes, a God. Anoint us a God yes, to enter ministry, to stay in ministry, yes, to advance in ministry, Lord. and to finish in yes, the ministry. Lord. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Father, we thank you. We thank you, Lord. The grace of the finisher. Yes. The grace of the finisher. Yes, Lord. Lord, I pray for anybody who is tired. Yes. Tired of the situation. Oh, yes. Tired of the disappointment. Yes, Lord. Tired of accusation. Oh, yes. Tired of, 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 of frustration. Yes, Lord. I pray that you energize that by your Holy yes, Spirit. In the name of Jesus, Amen. give us fresh energy, fresh energy give Lord. us fresh power, fresh power. To, to stay on course yes. and to finish. Yes, in Lord. Jesus' name, Amen. I rebuke every demonic activity, yes. every attack of Satan, attack every Baba. spirit of despair. Yeah. Yeah. it in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Give us strength, yes. give us power, power give us grace. grace. We shall finish. Yes. We will enter. Yes. We will stay. Yes. We will advance Akata. and we shall finish. Yes, Lord. To your glory, your glory and for your honor. Ah. We give you thanks. We give you, thanks. We give you praise. We give you praise. In, Jesus name. Yes. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Shout your loudest amen. amen. Clap your hands for the Lord, everybody.